0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you are listening to High School Hoops with our hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Stager. All right. High School Hoops, episode 56. It's October. The leaves are changing. Maybe. We're hoping. Um. You're hoping. Yeah, I love fall. Isn't fall, uh, your fall is
1: the best? Fall is the best time of the year, I'm telling you. I love the weather. It's great. I
0: know. If people that live in like Arizona and don't get the leaves to change, and I do, I love fall. I love the smell of fall. Fall is like one of my favorites. I don't and like the, breaking my leaves because we have a lot. I, of know, I like
1: going for a walk in the morning or at night when it's nice and cool. That feeling of being cooler out and the change in temperature, it's nice. Yeah
0: the dogs like my dogs love it too um all right before we get started in episode <laughs> six let's do a big shout out to dr dish the number one shooting machine on the market go buy one right now call nick i'll get you his email he'll give you three hundred dollars off your next purchase also make sure you go over and check out t-tubes.com for coaches who want to get better you know we we at we ask our players to work on their craft you should work on yours yep it's here's my
1: Modeling, modeling, being a modeling coach—that's for sure. Here's
0: my pitch: fourteen-day free trial as of when we're recording this. Not, not guaranteeing that's staying. I'm not. I'm <laughs> my brother and I are figuring out whether that's going to stay or not. All right, all right. So, episode fifty-six. What's that?
1: Uh, talking about preseason X's and O's. So, during the preseason, what are your approaches to offense and defensive talk with your, with you, with yourself as a coach and with your other coaches on staff?
0: Um. So I do this a lot. I think it was last week or the week before I was talking to you about, um, you know, I, I get in, we, we meet monthly almost talking about X's and O's. Um, so it's, it's kind of like my business model. I'm always looking to tweak and, and I'm never quite satisfied. And the only reason I'm, I I stop is because the season starts, (laughs) you know, if you'd asked me what we were going to do X's and OY's in June, and then if you'd asked me three days ago, they would not be the same because nah, we, was... we had a meeting about a week ago and we, we tweaked some things. Um, we saw some things over the summer. We saw some things with players. Um, we saw some things statistically that we looked at over the summer, which I'm not going to share for a billion people to hear. Um, cause I think it will be helpful for us, but, um, So that we're going to, we're going to try to exploit. Um, So I think, I mean, I think the preseason X and O is huge Um, because, and here's the issue is we're not college coaches. We don't get them in October and have four weeks with them before our first game. At least most of us don't. Um, You know, we have, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm laughing. So I'm on my computer. I'm going to just stop for a second. I'm on my computer right now. And we're, we're talking it on my computer. It goes, I get a text message from my son. He goes, can I get shots up tomorrow? Yes, Drew. Um, you can get shots up tomorrow. It's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, <laughs> a year from now he won't be in the house. So I, I got to enjoy those moments. Yes, enjoy it, Coach. You can Not get some really. shots up. We'll, we'll, will dad will open the, what gym. a great
1: way to celebrate labor day by getting some shots yeah, up. Yeah. Stuff.
0: Don't you think it will. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but no, I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how other coaches, again, I don't know how other coaches do it. I'd love to hear how you do your XO preseason. Um, but you know, we map it out. This is where we were talking about, you know, geez, a month ago about, um, but that course I put on tea Troops. we map it all out. We map the first two weeks out the practice and what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. Um, you know, it, I, I think you have to spend time on this you know yes you have to have a philosophy yes you have to have a motto but this x and o thing is really big over here um, because it, 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 you got to be able to have a foundation of what you want and then be able to branch off of that as the season goes on
1: yeah I agree with the whole idea of building a foundation so to be honest with you we've made huge adjustments lately because we had to. Two, uh, two players leave our conference to go to prep school. So our, our conversation has been a lot greater. We're like, well, the conference is wide open now. We don't have to worry about this team. So our conversation is completely different. You know? Right, right. So we, we met like the next <laughs> night. Like, you know, it's a whole <laughs> breath of fresh air. You're like, you,
0: you lost, know, you lost, you lost two, at least one lottery NBA, pick NBA draft choice. Let's right. be real. And yeah. so that <laughs>
1: for coaches, you know, it 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 just gets you riled up and you're like, what can we do? What what you know we start talking and you right. know and so we're making constant adjustments and changes and you know and then you you start to look at things and you may have a certain offense, but it's not always going to fit your players. You have to make those adjustments. So we're like, you know what? We're really good at this screen. We're going to change this and add this to this because we like this. Well, what happens if we get to this point? Like. You know, you got to make and adjust it the way you want. And then how do you get this to work in an organized fashion, defensively, offensively? What drills are you going to do? You know, it's like, it's like making a lesson plan. You know, you don't just teach them algebraic equations. You know, you got to teach them different things before that. You know, it's a whole build on. It's like scaffolding. How are you going to build on what you want them to do by the time they're ready for the first game of the season? So, you know, it, it goes beyond just saying, all right, if we're going to be a, a read and react team, how are we going to get them to be really good at it? you know, or, or you know, or we're you know, so, so we're going to be tackling
0: this. I've been thinking about this cause I'm going to talk about this at the, at the legends clinic in Atlanta in a couple of weeks. I've been thinking about it cause I'm going to talk about some stuff we do and things like this and, um and how we kind of, how we kind of tackle this. This is one of the reasons I did the preseason course, but um, you got a backward engineer, like yeah, backward design. Yeah. So, th- so that's what I do on a regular, I don't even think about it, but it's like, you know, I'm I'm not, again, not going to give away a couple of my secrets that we're going to do this season, but let's say we're going to, we were not going to do this, but let's say we're going to set tons of ball screens. Well, how can I instigate ball screens into drills, into play, into things that we want to do? So you got to figure out what you want and then you got to backward engineer it to Here's how I can do that in the full court. Here's how I can do it in the half court. Here's how I can do it as a breakdown drill. Here's how I can do it as full. So I guess I can, I can build
1: on that then, what you're talking about. Um, when I was at the college and won the state championship, everything we do was ball screens because we had such good guards. And so literally it was my job and responsibility to design drills and things within it right. to make our, our, our reads right. Read. So what happens if they super hedge? What happens if they cheat on the ball screen? You've got to right. teach them all those reads. How they how they roll? How can we how can we make it, right. how can we add layers to to within our offense, our full court action? If that's going to be our big thing, that
0: takes time and planning.
1: You know, right. if you are transition team, well, heck, you got to do a lot of transition drills. What drills
0: are you going to do? Right. But how are you going to do the transition? Right. Drill? How are you going to attack it? Or maybe like, I think we were talking about a couple of weeks ago about dribble drive. Like, OK, how are we going to dribble drive? How, how far are we going to go before we take a shot? Are we not going to take the shot? Are we going to pivot and kick it out for the three? How are we going to attack these things? And then how can I break? I mean. I'm, I'm all, you know, the, 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 word on the street now is everything's got to be game-based and all this reaction stuff. Absolutely. I don't disagree. Kids have to be able to do that. They have to be able to react and have my practices. If you watch in the last 30 years has, have had a ton of that. There's also a point where you got to do some skill work, <laughs> um, you have to work on footwork. You have to work on, you know, your shot. You have to, there's things, how to set a screen. There's specific things that need to be broken down to skills um, that I think some of the people that are selling this like game-based reading. Yes. But if your kids can not two foot jump, stop and pivot, then you got bigger issues. And there's a lot of coaches that listen to this podcast that have, that need to do skill work um, as part of their drill work. You know, running a practice with no drill work, I think, is ludicrous.
1: Um, I, think it's, I think it's crazy, too. Um, yeah, you know, it's like I, you're not have, a you – you right yeah. The United States soccer program, the U.S. state soccer program, it's all about game boys instruction. And guess what? They have not done well, and you men's soccer has not done well ever. And so, you know, there's got to be that technical and that, that tech, you know, that, that whole skill base that needs to be acquired. They're assuming that these kids are doing this stuff at home. That's right. not the case. Yes. Johnny, you know, unless you're Drew and your dad's a varsity basketball coach, he, <laughs> and he loves to get shots up, he's right. going to get 400 shots up. Right. Drew's got a great advantage, and he's right. taking – he should. I mean, that's a right. great opportunity for him. But, yes. like, a kid is going to be working on their left hand all summer. You think that no. just happens? No, no, it doesn't.
0: No. And the thing is, it's like you have to build your practice – that's where your X's and O's have to come into play. Now, and a lot of this stuff is, is, is based in science. I agree that kids have to be able to react. They have to be able to do all those things and you don't know what's going to happen. But from someone that's taught for 30 years, if a kid can't multiply, they can't do algebra. Right. So you have to be able to have, it's, it's this whole, it's this part, whole, part thing that you have to Gosh. be able to do the, the fundamentals before you can do, you know, you can't rely on the calculator. You have to understand numbers first before you can do some more hard conceptual stuff. So it's very similar in a basketball and the X's and O's, in my opinion. And um, if I'm you take the time, those coach,
1: I think you great. can you can you can build drills that focus on fundamentals, but also focus in things within your offense.
0: Right, so and, and the thing is, a good drill. This I 100 percent agree with. A good drill will have will work on more than one skill set, and I think Absolutely. that's one of the arguments that they're making is you know, why do we do three-man weave? Okay. I, three-man weave is, a, is an archaic thing, whatever. I get that. It's not working on a lot of skill sets. Maybe you'd add a couple other things into the, your three-man weave that allow it to be more um, game-based. I, I 100% agree with that. Um, good drills will, will tackle more than one skill set, you know. Um, so that's where the backward engineering is important uh, a drill, quote unquote, a drill or something you do in practice should be working on several things. Um, and it's, you know, that's why a lot of two on two and three on three is in my practices if you see it, cause the game is really played that way. Um, but yeah, they, and then going back to the initial question with X's and O's is like, okay, we're going to run man. Okay, great. You're going to run man. What kind of man are you going to run? You know, are you going to run pack? Are you going to run, how are you going to handle screens? Are you going to do this? To be honest with you, if you start doing this, your head's going to start hurting. Try to keep it as simple as you can. um, And then you can build off of that, in my opinion.
1: But you you also got to understand, what do they do when somebody takes it away? Right. Okay, so if we're going
0: to push baseline. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time to go every possible screen option. Right. I mean, unless you have a better practice than I do because I got to work on our offense. I got to work on our defense. I got to get some shots up. I got to work on our footwork. I got to work on our posts. I got to work. On... I mean, I don't have 17 hours to do that. So I can't go through every possibility off a screen or a ball screen. So come up with something and say, hey, here's how we're going to handle ball screens. Here's how we're going to handle screens away. Maybe it's switching. Maybe it's hard head. Whatever it is, get good at it and then go on to the next thing. But I, I mean, I don't know. My guys aren't I don't have enough that, time. That, that do. comes down to scout, though, Coach. Like, uh, you know, two-on-two,
1: three-on-three. Like, I, I like to um, – I've done a pass. past. Like, all right, a team loves to run uh, uh, pin-downs, man. You do three-on-three pin-downs, and you just focus on that. That's two days, two days. So, you know – and I
0: think that's the key. I think that's the key. And that's where, the, that's where we're talking about preseason X's and O's. Go through your league, and you know Team X is going to be a dribble-drive team. Well, what drills can I do that week to work on dribble dot? Wait, whoa, this team runs to flex. Good, you're going to see the UCLA cut. You're going to see these. How are we going to build? So, in your preseason X's and O's, unless it's your first year, most of you probably know the coaches and probably know what they're going to do offensively and defensively. That's where you can map it out. And, like, you're right, most teams only won't run one or two types of screens. That's all we got to work on those two or three days before that game. Hopefully, we have. Prep time. I agree, Coach. That's that's a really good point.
1: Okay, I think that it, it's a big topic, but it's just something that's going to help
0: you outline your whole it
1: practice is. plan.
0: It is. It is. It's gonna it's gonna feel overwhelming, um, but then that's you get get post its, get a whiteboard, get somewhere where you can just dump just offense, defense, quick hitters, situation, everything that you can think about that you need to work on, and then just start writing it down. It will you're, look, not
1: do, you're not doing this in November. You've got
0: to be doing it now. Now. Yep. Now. All right. I mean, Perfect. power up now. That's exactly
1: it. All
0: right. What's our last question? What is
1: one thing you have done as a coach to get post touches inside?
0: Uh, so <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, we need more. Um, yeah. I think post touches are kind of a dying breed, so that's why I kind of like them. Um, uh Bounce passes. I've taken practices and only let them bounce pass into the post, um, so it's forced them to get better angles. Uh, it's it tends to be a better pass. <laughs> um, there's no air underneath it, um, so that's one way as far as getting the actual pass in there. There's things with you know actions and coming from from short corner to post whatever mid post. Yeah, I, I
1: really like the flex screen or the back screen. I think you can get a lot of post touches off that screen.
0: I do, I do that roll too um yep. i was just talking about the i i took it literally how do you get the ball into the post well that's that's
1: that true I, but that it's the way you look at it but like yeah. i feel like some of my guys even at the varsity level have a hard time making that pass like they're just not they're not it's just not something that they're comfortable with they're not very good at doing
0: no and that's where that's where i think you got to do it as almost a breakdown you got to yeah. have them go live um you know, they got to get, like, you got the ball in the wing and you have no dribble. Get the ball into the post kind of thing. They got to feel that pressure of being able to get it in there. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, and then ultimately then the person inside has got to learn about positioning and working hard inside.
0: Yeah, and, then, well, and what I've noticed with posts, too, is they get pushed low. Yes, You know, under the rim. A I, lot I, of tell, I, tell them, I tell them not the block and not the first hash. I said, I want you somewhere in between this, the first hash and the second hash. I Absolutely. Want, I want them really high because you know what? It's kind of like telling a kid to dribble at their ankles they'll end up yep. dribbling at their knees right if i tell them to get to the second or third hash shoot i could tell them to get to the elbow and they'd probably be at the block
1: yeah <laughs> if you work on the elbow you're going to get sucked in the short corner or you're going to get
0: caught in the rim all the time right. it's all the time all right till next month coach then we'll then you and i will be real stressed nah uh, you're a head coach i'm an assistant i'm not always as you, you have the best seat in the house the one that'll yeah that's the best seat in the house man i'm telling you i'll take that job when i quit i'll take that job just hey go team yeah. well i hope you enjoyed that if you did go over and leave a five-star review if you didn't Turn your, turn your iPhone or whatever you're listening to the podcast off. Um, but no, go over and check out teachhoops.com too. If you, if you want to give back a little bit, if you want to join our community, if you want to become a better coach, if you want to find the nuances of this great game, if you want to delve into this brain <laughs> of 30-plus years of coaching, uh, go over and check it out, and uh, we'll help you through this great journey. Have a great day. Sports Social
1: Podcast Network.